and welcome to the Sell the Sizzle podcast. This is the show if you want to sell an idea, a product, or a service. We're going to share sales techniques with you so that you can be a sizzling success. Let's go. Welcome back, Sizzlers. Mick Holly here. How the devil are you? What a week. What a great week I've had. And I hope you're having a sizzling sales time too. This week's episode, I think we're at episode number 21, is called Cash In on Cadence. What is cadence? Well, cadence is a rhythm or a flow. And it's the ultimate weapon for doubling or even 10xing your sales. So in this episode, I want to convey to you the power of singing to your prospects. Yes, I said singing. Now, most salespeople, they just drone. They create this annoying background hum. And sometimes you feel yourself humming along, leaving dull, drab voicemail messages with the same kind of inflection, the same, and please call me back, please call me. It becomes an annoying, annoying hum that your prospect will, will shut out. Now, the rainmakers... Their voice and message transcends the drone of the masses and becomes an infectious and indelible melody in the minds of their prospects. They get stuck in there, in the head, and the prospect, when they're about to make a decision, they can't help but think about that rhythm, that melody, that cadence. You, the salesperson, your offer, your value, and think, yeah, I've got to call, I gotta call Mick Holly. That's who I'm gonna buy from. So the thing about having a good cadence, look, you've only got to be 1% better than your competitors. And you get, you don't just get 1% more of the business, you get 100% of the business. So having a follow-up cadence is the single most powerful weapon for improving your sales. And you can all do this. You don't have to go to a college or a training class to be able to do this. You just have to build the cadence muscle. Now, I talked about the importance of follow-up in episode number 17. Do you show up or throw up with your follow-up? And in there, I shared a couple of stats, which bear repeating for today's episode. 80% of deals are closed on the 5th to the 12th call. 5th to the 12th. And the average salesperson follows up twice with a boring hum. But the rainmaker creates this cadence, this rhythm, this beat, and it follows up. And when you do this, right, if you, if you follow up more, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 times, you're going to differentiate yourself from your competitors. And literally, nobody follows up. If you think about something that you've, you've talked to somebody you've purchased, you know, they'll send you one or two messages. They might send you a little message on Facebook or LinkedIn. And after a couple of tries, they give up. They leave a lukewarm message on your voicemail. It's very uninspiring and uncreative and they fall into the background and the world is moving at a hectic pace and your attention gets directed somewhere else and they forget all about you. So what I'm going to give you 
is a mechanism, a cadence to be able to keep in front of your prospects for 90 days. I'm going to give you a 90 day cadence that has 15 steps to it, 15 interventions, 15 ways to keep you in the forefront of your prospect's mind. And it's going to be a nice rhythm, melodious, value-creating rhythm so that the prospect, every time they hear your voice or see a message from you, <clears throat> it resonates with them and you stand out from the crowd. So let me outline. I have a, I have a cadence that I use it goes for 365 days, a whole a whole year. I've been chasing some companies for multiple years. And so having that cadence, they know who I am, is very, very important because they're not all ready to buy this very moment. The people that you're talking to, those prospects, they're going to buy from somebody at some point and you want to be in front of them and in their mind at that point. So I'm going to give you today a... 90-day sequence of 15 interventions that will keep you in front of your prospects. And if you practice this, you will see an immediate. This is the, this is the easiest thing to do in sales, but salespeople don't do it. Why don't they do it? I don't know. They get distracted. You know, they're chasing the next shiny car. But here's the thing. If you follow up, if you have a cadence you are going to double, triple, 10x your sales, guaranteed. So pay attention and you can download this list. I'll give you the details at the end, but I'll talk through each one of those steps as we go forward now. On the same day of the call, you can astonish your prospect by sending them a text. Send a text within, say, an hour even within 10 minutes is best practice, and thank them for the meeting. And what you're communicating there is speed, speed and confidence. If they're going to work with somebody, they want somebody they know who's responsive, has paid attention, and they'll get that. And very, very few people do this. When you think about if you've had a meeting, did somebody send you a text immediately and say thank you for that meeting or for that call? So get the, get that out to them very, very quickly. And also email them at the same time, thanking them. So you send a text and an email. And I would also add sending a LinkedIn invitation because a lot of decision makers are on LinkedIn. It gives you another platform in which to communicate with your prospect. So that's on day one. On day two, call them up and say how much you enjoyed speaking to them. Even if you get their voicemail, explain that you felt that there was a meeting of minds, you really feel that you can help, and you look forward to continuing your conversations. And also add, and by the way, check your LinkedIn. I've sent you an invitation. I'd be delighted if you could accept that. Day three, one of the ways in which you can compel people to connect with you is through the power of video. So you can record a quick video. You can do that on your phone straight away. I would typically recap the key points from our conversation and share one or two reflections 
on that meeting and send that to them. If you've got their text, send it via text or if not, send it by email. It shows that you listened. It shows that you paid attention and showed that you cared. Also, the power of text versus email, 98% of texts get read. So I would get into the habit of using text more than you use your email. So day four, what I'd like you to do is write a handwritten note or postcard. That's like getting, you know, a love letter. When was the last time you had a handwritten note? It really makes a profound statement because you've had to handwrite the note. You've got to put the the address on there. A good would be to call up your prospect and say, hey, I'm just penning you a quick note. I want to make sure it gets to the office. I know people move around a lot these days. What's the best address to send this note? And you can either send that in an email or again, you know, send a call and say, could you confirm my address? Then you're setting some expectations. Oh, I'm going to write a note to me. I'm going to get something in the post. That's interesting. And when that does land on their desk and they pick it up, again, you're going to create a very, very strong bond with your prospect. Day five. I love this quote from Victor Hugo. An invasion of armies can be resisted but not an invasion of ideas. Ideas are incredibly powerful. So on day five, I want you to call them up and say, hey, I have an idea for you. I'd like to get a little bit of time on the phone to talk about this idea. Now, you could give a headline of what the idea is, but ideas create intrigue, curiosity. I wonder what that idea is, and if it's a powerful idea or concept. It's not just a feature or benefit of your product or service, but it's a compelling idea around their industry, their problem, their challenge that will intrigue them. So make sure that you can send an interesting idea. Now, day seven, what I'd like you to do is really show that you want to help them. The best way to convince somebody that you can help them is to, well, help them. So try and find a piece of data, a link to an article, a blog, or, you know, something, a how-to that speaks to the challenge that they have and send that. Say, I saw this and I thought it had some key points in that you were talking about that you were challenged with. Here are some ideas and points in this article. I hope you like it. Let me know any thoughts or any you got any questions. Day 10, just call and say, hey, I was thinking of you. How's it, how's it going? Simple as that. Now, when do people call and ask how you are, how are you doing? People always come because they call because they want something or they've got a problem. Just call and say, hey, I was just thinking of you. I remember we had a great conversation, thought about you today. I just wanted to let you know that I'm here for you. Very, very powerful. Again, we're not extolling the virtues of our product. We're not selling. We're creating this rhythm, this cadence, this tune of help, care, emotion, added value that turns into a rhythm, a beat, a song, a melody, an indelible mark. Now, we're in day 10, and you've been planting these things in their inbox and in their minds. 
and they're starting to remember you. Day 14, I would call them up and say, hey, I'm going to be in the area. Can we get together for coffee? Can we get together with a face-to-face? You're making an offer to spend time with them. So we might need to schedule that. Hey, I'm going to be there this week or next week. If we can get some time, again, you're making an offer to get together. You're giving, you're making a suggestion. They could turn it down. It's the power of the offer, not the meeting itself that's important. If they say, well, I'm, I'm a little bit too busy. No worries. When I'm in the area again, I'll let you know. And maybe we can get together the next time. Day 21, three weeks have passed now. What I want to do is to remind them of the emotional connection. I'd like you to send them a video, record a video. You can send that by email, again by text on your phone and say, hey, I was thinking of you. I know that you're still uh, dealing with such and such. Here are some thoughts on that. Again, quick, short video gets you in front of them, keeps you in their mind. Day 30. Now it's a month after you had your call or meeting. Time to send another handwritten note. And you might want to leave a message saying, hey, I just penned a quick note to you. Just check it out when you get to your office. Day 40, you can offer them something. And if you have a special offer, a free service that you offer, an audit, a book, a product giveaway, say, hey, I want to share this special offer with you, something that you can give. So you're not asking, you're giving. And that will, again, share with them that you're really, really trying to help them. Day 50 I would send another video, get that video message. They've become accustomed to getting videos from you. Make a couple of points. Hey, it's been a while since we've spoken. I had some thoughts on what we talked about. Here's a couple of, uh, of, of thoughts that have occurred to me. Hey, we should, uh, we should get together. Let me know if you want to chat. And then on day 60, again, hey, I'm going to be in the area. Can we get together for a face-to-face? Love to sit down with you and find out how things are going with you and your family. And then day 75, they know you care. They know that you've stayed connected. I would send them a little... I actually commissioned a a cartoonist to write some cartoons with some key points around, you know, my service offer. And I send those and get a good response to those. Or you can actually, you know, mock up a little photo of them to amuse them. Something that's humorous, something that's a little different that will brighten up their day. So use your creative ideas on that. And then day 90, so now three months after that first conversation, you can actually have else in your organization, a third party, maybe it's your manager, call them up and say, hey, this is Dave, I'm I'm mix manager. I know we've been talking to you for a long time. Why haven't we done business yet? Just a very simple question. And that will elicit some kind of response. Either I'm not ready, or, you know, we're about to be ready, or these are some of the things that have that have concerned me that I've not expressed yet. They'll give you vital information that will allow you to reignite your campaign and come at it from a different direction. So what I've given you there are 15 ways to stay connected with your prospect for three months after that initial call. And nobody else will be following up 
like you. They will remember you. They know your name. They'll be talking to your friends about, hey, this guy, Mick Holly, keeps sending me stuff every week. It's actually quite some good stuff. And really, I think he really cares and he really wants to help me. It makes such a profound impact. So what I want you to do is build your muscles and build your cadence. Now, these ideas, you may sequence them differently. You may have other creative ways that you want to connect. You might want to compress the time frame or elongate it depending upon your particular sales cycle. I will actually put a PDF download in the in the show notes. So if you go to sellthesizzle.net and go to this week's episode, you'll find that. And let me know about any ideas that you've used to build your follow-up cadence. Remember, cadence is how you cash in. It's how you stand out and it's how you 10x your sales. See you next time.